and welcome back to the Cross Minds podcast. My name is Irene and I'm a rising senior at Northwood High School. I'm currently in New York for the National Youth Orchestra and I'm joined by my roommate. Hi, my name is Melody. I am a violinist here at the National Youth Orchestra and I am a rising freshman at Princeton University. Today we will be talking about choosing music as a career versus pursuing music as a hobby. While Melody is an example of someone that has decided to keep music as a hobby in her life, I will be pursuing music as a career and yeah. I guess my first question is what made you decide not to pursue music? Um, I think first of all I realized that um in order to pursue music I would probably have to enter like a conservatory or declare my major as music and in order to fulfill like music major requirements even in like a non-conservatory like a regular university you still need to take a bunch of like theory classes and other musicianship courses and there are just like a lot of requirements like that are very music specific and personally I have a lot of interests in like other academic fields like I really like to write and I also was really interested in psychology for a while and biology and just having a lot of those like interests I think and like wanting to explore them further in college was kind of like my telltale sign that I probably shouldn't pursue music as a career because I felt like doing that would probably um block my way or like get in the way of allowing me to explore and like see what I truly love just because like I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to go down that path. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like for example, choosing between a STEM major and a humanities major, mm-hmm. you can just like do that like when you're yeah. in college, right? But if you're yeah. committing to a conservatory, there's no way out yeah. unless you like drop out of school. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And like when you go to conservatory, like for those who don't know, like all the courses are related to music. So like you don't have to take like math and like stuff like that. Like all of that's like fulfilled by like your high school requirements and like your graduation requirements. So, like, if you're into, like, math or, like, science or English or, like, anything that isn't music, it's going to be incredibly difficult for you to, like, find outlets for those interests. So that was, like, a really big pull factor to, like, a regular university and, like, not choosing music as a career. Then I've had friends that didn't want to pursue music that ended up pursuing music and they always regret it because... If you're at a four-year university, you have so many avenues to explore passions. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of four years, maybe not, but some people, like, they know what they want to do for the rest of their yeah. lives. But yeah. then the, there are those music majors that never wanted to be music majors and they <laughs> feel so unfulfilled about their four years. And right. then essentially, it's like, are you going to be a music major or are you just going to waste your time pretending to be a musician? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, like... I don't know, I guess, like, for some people, like, for people who know what they want to do and they have a clear idea of, like, what kind of a career they want, even within music, um, like, I think, like, conservatory is, like, perfectly fine for them, but, like, for me, I had a lot of doubts, and I feel like if you have doubts going into music, then it's probably not, like, the best idea. Definitely want to, like, keep on doing music in college, though, like, I want to join orchestra and, like, things like that, which is nice, because I think... Like, even if you don't pursue it as a career necessarily, there are, like, lots of, I don't know, like, opportunities for you to make music with friends and, like, join organizations and clubs where you can, like, meet musicians and stuff, so. 
yeah, even you talk about how you decided not to pursue music as a career, but you did apply to conservatories, right? I didn't apply to conservatories, but I did apply to like music schools within larger universities. So like, I think going into like even the college application process, I kind of knew that conservatory was going to be too restraining for me, but I was still interested in studying music and like possibly doing like double major or like a dual degree. So I did like go through like the audition process, but I think ultimately I realized that like I wanted music to be more of like something that I could enjoy rather than something that I wanted to like study intensely and like be the focus of my life. <laughs> yeah, honestly, music after a while, it's like absolute burnout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's music and anything in the arts really. It's like something you should enjoy or something you should do like solely because you enjoy it, not yeah, because yeah. it's like, like a requirement for like financial like success yeah. in the future, right? So I feel like, from the perspective of someone that's like pursuing music as a career and who is currently like preparing or pretending to prepare for conservatory auditions, it's complete burnout. Like at this point, I know it's not what I like genuinely believe, but mm-hmm. at this point, it's like I don't really want to do music. Mm-hmm. Like even at NYO, I'm barely practicing. I'm putting <laughs> stuff off. Uh-huh. Because it's just the fact that I have to do this, like to like, pave the way for the rest of my life. That's like mm-hmm. so much stress and tension that academic majors don't have, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. It's just every musician digs their own grave during college audition season. I think so. Yeah, and like I know so many like musicians. Like I mean, basically every single musician that I know has like faced burnout, and I I feel like. I I honestly specifically feel like for us it's like quarantine had like a really big play in it and I feel like if we didn't have the whole pandemic I probably wouldn't be so burned out and I might have even like gone into music but I don't I don't know like I do feel like if you want to do music though you need to love music for like music itself and like you should like you know. Accept that it's not going to be easy. Not to say that like any other career is easy, but I feel like the arts, especially, it's like hard to find stability, especially in the beginning. So, yeah, you just like kind of have to accept it. And like personally, for me, that was kind of a hard pill to swallow. So that's also how I kind of knew like it's probably not the right path for me. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying so hard to swallow the pill right now, but it's really not working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but I mean. I think like I remember when I first met my current violin teacher, I told him that I wanted to go to conservatory because at that time that's what I thought I wanted. But he asked me like, "Do you really love music? Because like if you don't love it, then like you can't do you it. You should not. You really yeah. can't. Yeah, like because music is such a long term thing. Like even as a career, like it's something that like it never really leaves you. Even if you like retire, I don't even." Know what retirement really means for musicians, honestly. Yeah, you see, like ninety-year-olds enjoying music, mm-hmm. like the people that like pursued music because they actually loved it. Yeah, it's yeah. like they do it when they're ninety, and then like the passion is still like as intense as it was when they were like fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but you don't see like other people. You don't see like CS majors doing CS when they're like a hundred. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, just not yeah, how yeah. it works. Yeah, exactly. Like I definitely feel like. There's less of a separation between like your personal life and like your work life,、um, and also 
Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like even right now at NYO, I've noticed that I don't think I'm really practicing because I like want to like get to know my instrument better and like I like really love the music. Like I remember I had like a point where I was like so on fire for music and like I practiced because I wanted to and like I genuinely wanted to get better and I wanted to make progress. Which is not to say that like right now I like completely like hate the violin, but I think like I definitely have a habit of practicing out of fear and like being nervous in practice, which I think is just like generally not a good like motivation factor for like practicing and like a lot of the time that like leads to like over practicing and like injuries and stuff which is like another really big thing like for people who pursue like careers in music is like overdoing it and like hurting themselves like I've heard so many stories like almost every single musician has like an injury story and like moments where they like almost had to give up and like you know, a lot yeah. of the time, it's, like, the turning point where they realize, like, oh, like, music isn't going to, like, last forever, even for me, but, like, personally, I don't think I could ever, like, see myself, like, doing music and, like, pursuing music to that degree. <laughs> I mean, I have cubital tunnel syndrome. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I was, see, it's, like, on the same vein, like, especially during the pandemic, because music is something that naturally, like, inherently, it's something that you share with other people. Mm-hmm. Music right, shouldn't right. be played solely for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for your own enjoyment, then you're really doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But because of the pandemic, I literally could only play music for myself. Right, yeah. And then I feel like that was another factor in, like, making me so tired of music. And then and I was just practicing because it's out of habit. Like, right. there's muscle memory that I, like, sat down in my chair and then, like, rosin to my bow uh-huh. and it was muscle memory that made me like run through like all of the scales and arpeggios mm-hmm. that i was doing every day and then after a while i realized that you're bound to get injured if you're not thinking about the things you're practicing yeah so i like stretched my pinky and then that was a a slew of other problems <laughs> but like i thought being able to make music with mm-hmm. other musicians would just change everything but even now I guess part of it is because we're in a 10-day quarantine. Yeah. But even when I'm, like, surrounded by musicians that are literally practicing, like, at 1 in the morning, I just don't feel it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. "Mm." No, it's it's interesting because I think I feel the same way. Like, I remember, like, for me, like, one of my biggest, like, motivations when I was in high school was, like, seeing other musicians who were, like, really good and, like, being inspired by them and, like, thinking, oh, I want to be like her. And then, like going back home and like practicing really hard because I like one day I want to play like them but like that didn't happen for a whole year and a half and so I think I've just kind of become numb to like all sources of inspiration like I had a period of time like right before college auditions when I just like did not want to pick up my instrument and like I just didn't want to practice and I think it's like so sad because I I, I honestly feel like the pandemic killed, like, that passion for music in so many Same. people. <laughs> yeah, Like, definitely. literally, like, every single musician I know has been like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, so many people who wanted to be music majors are now saying, like, I would rather not. And nope, I'm going into CS. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like you said, like, there's nobody to play for. There's nothing to work towards. There's, like, nobody to be inspired by. And it's just, like... Like, the whole purpose of music is, like, having a community around it. And when that's gone, like, there really is no There's no point no to music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Like, it just becomes, like, you could play notes and dynamics and phrases, but in the end, it's just machine work if there's mm-hmm. no audience. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's so disappointing because the fact that music is so reliant on other people, like, mm-hmm. that makes it such a fragile, like, institution. I guess that's the reason why conservatories are so small. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the larger the school, naturally, the smaller, like, the community, like, the cliques are, right? Right, 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 right yeah. I think, like, also one thing that, like, like you said, like, community is, like, so central to, like, music and, like, the whole, like, music industry. And, like, obviously, like, because of that, like, everybody knows, like, over the pandemic, like, so many people lost their jobs and, like, 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 nobody really had a stable, like, source of income and, like, I know, like, Broadway, like, shut down at some point. It might still be shut down. So, like, like, thinking about all of those things, I feel like, honestly, like, having music as a career and like having any arts as a career it's so dependent on other people and when other people are not wanting to receive or are not able to receive your art a lot of that like sense of purpose becomes very easy to lose yeah so how are you going to continue music at princeton um well so i'm planning on taking private lessons because i still like want to like play violin and like I I really want to play with an orchestra again like not just as a member but I want to like be able to solo with an orchestra again at Princeton hopefully <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen but like maybe so I definitely want to like prepare for that um yeah I mean honestly speaking I'm kind of an orchestra junkie so I really really like playing like in symphony and like playing with other people like maybe even more than chamber music i think i really like like playing in orchestra oh, so for real. yeah so that's going to probably be my main focus um like i've heard like i have a friend at princeton who started out like as like music performance minors and like they were like taking private lessons and all that stuff but i think like because the academics are so rigorous it's like easy to just like kind of let that take a step back and a lot of the time like by their second year they're just like yeah I'll take it a little easier from now on which is fine and honestly I expect that to happen to me too but I I definitely want to keep doing orchestra because that's like the source of my happiness so yeah yeah I feel like a lot of musicians that end up at four-year universities realize that you can still pursue music and love it mm-hmm. even if you're not a music major mm-hmm. and like it's like the Juilliard school or whatever yeah. to a certain degree this might be hypocritical because I'm the one saying it but people that apply to like those like top tier conservatories should be people that like know they would die without music yeah yeah definitely I agree and I'm not one of those people but I'm still doing it but I guess it is how it is I feel like pursuing music at a, as a university student, like, not as a major or, like, not for a degree, but just, like, on the side as a continued extracurricular, I feel like that's so much more ideal mm-hmm. because there are no, like, extra strings attached, you know? Yeah. You just enjoy music, and then that's all, that's all there is to it. Yeah. So, like, I know a lot of people who, like, because they're, like, not fully committed to the idea of having music as a career, like, they'll go to, like universities with conservatories within them like I know Vanderbilt has a nice conservatory um within like the university and like Northwestern and Oberlin and like all those schools um 
but I've heard that it's hard to like not focus on music if you're like a double major just because music takes up so much of your time so like a lot of double majors who do like music and something else end up doing more music yeah either dropping one or like doing music yeah Wait, have you heard of more instances of people dropping the academic or or the, the academic field or the music field? I personally know more people who just went into music. Oh, for real? Yeah. Because if... I think it's like if you... I think it's really easy to like quickly realize if you don't like music or like if you don't want it as a career. Mm-hmm. Like if you do a double major. Because like obviously like you're doing two times the work. If you're, especially if you're doing like a dual degree. So, like, you quickly realize, like, if that's not what you want to do, then, like, you're not going to spend time on it. Especially because, like, music, like, every ounce of free time that you have has to go into practicing. So, like, you can't, like, study for exams. And, like, all that, like, balance is, like, so difficult. I've heard, like, a lot of people either just, like, completely do music or, like, they just, like, completely drop it. There's no, like, in-between, really. Even though it seems like there's, like, an illusion that... You know you can do both but it really it's like super difficult too yeah all of the people all of the friends i have that are pursuing dual degrees are either depressed or preparing <laughs> to drop one yeah or the other yeah honestly so i guess one of the things i don't like about music in general is how how many stigmas there are mm-hmm. naturally because it's such a competitive environment it could get a little toxic mm-hmm. yeah. it often gets toxic it does it does it gets toxic and clicky which is probably one of the reasons why i'm not as much of an orchestra junkie as mm-hmm. you are yeah. i'm more into like chamber music uh-huh. i don't have the work ethic to be a soloist which is <laughs> kind of sad to admit but like chamber music is so appealing because like for a good chamber group you like realize you have that like intimate connection with yeah. like three or four other people right, right? yeah and you understand their feelings and uh-huh. like that like is so like present in the music yeah and i feel like one of the reasons why i'm pursuing music instead of pursuing something else mm-hmm. is because of that connection right it's like so mm-hmm. appealing that like i know like even with all of this going on in the end it'll be worth it mm-hmm. i hope yeah no no yeah i understand no i th- i think that makes sense like i definitely agree i feel like chamber music is a like it's special and like it's magical and that like you get to have that connection i think i haven't experienced that yet i think i've experienced that with like collaborative pianists and like playing duets mm-hmm. um yeah but honestly like i don't know there's like even like for people who do music like there's so many different like career paths that you can choose you know so like you just like end up doing what you want to do and like yeah yeah i complain about music a lot like if you know me you know all i do is complain about how much it sucks being a music (laughs) major but the reason why even despite all of those like complaints i have about it the reason why i'm still like clinging to music like it's my lifeline is because I know what it feels like to have that sort of connection. Right, yeah. Like, not just with an audience member or with someone else that you're playing music with, but, like, literally anyone you witness. Because music is, like, that one universal language. Right, yeah. And the fact that I'm able to speak that language and, th- and therefore communicate with people that 
may never know my name or never know what language I speak or anything at all. That's that's pretty magical, I feel like. Yeah, it is, definitely. And I guess that ties into the purpose of Interverse in a way, because we're teaching English as a second language, right? But music is the universal. Like, you see people competing at international competitions, and then you realize that the competitors, none of them speak the same language. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they all have, like, broken variants of English, and maybe there are some competitors from the same countries. But even the judges themselves, it's hard to communicate if there's no English involved, because everyone's from so many, like, they all hail from diverse backgrounds. And then you realize that the fact that people can still hold those kinds of, like, events, those utterly multicultural events without any hindrances whatsoever because we communicate solely through music mm-hmm. like that's the kind of thing that like keeps you that makes you want to continue music even if there are like no people to play for right now because mm-hmm. there's like hope for the future you know mm, yeah definitely i agree i guess the typical route for someone pursuing music as a career is well like, ideally obviously nothing happens exactly how you plan it right it's not how life works and another thing about music is that there are so many different ways to pursue a music career mm-hmm. but i guess i can like give a rundown of like the ideal one that everyone like wishes for <laughs> it's auditioning for and being accepted into one of those top tier conservatories like i guess the one that everyone is most familiar with is the juilliard school mm-hmm. and then four years of training there and then I guess masters Mm -hmm. and then if you want to be a music professor then I guess you would have to get that kind of credential and then become a conservatory professor or at another university some musicians join orchestras but honestly the job market is so small so small it's like everyone in the like the whole world is applying for one chair it's really bad and the thing is too like earlier how we mentioned that like you never really retire from music yeah. those orchestral musicians they stay there until they die <laughs> so Literally. like they're like 80 year old well maybe not 80 year old but like they're like really old people they don't leave their seat and so it's like really really competitive and i think orchestral musician is like the like number one coveted job for like most conservatory musicians yeah and then if you are not fortunate enough to land one of those jobs then your next best bet is chamber music and honestly if you find a good group at your conservatory and then you guys graduate together and start touring then honestly that's so that's a dream honestly i think chamber music and like being able to like I don't know, like, make records and, like, stuff is, like, super ideal. Yeah, and then you can do yeah. residencies, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really nice. And, like, prodigies become soloists after winning, like, a lot of competitions. Yeah, but the thing about soloists is that they're born, yeah. not made. Yeah. Honestly, people try to convince themselves. I try to convince myself <laughs> that I could be a soloist, but... If you're a soloist, you're different right from the get-go. That's There's true, yeah. no way a soloist gets made. Yeah, they just... They're just different. They're in a <laughs> league of their own. That's true, yeah. Like, 
one of the people, one of the cellists I admire the most is uh, half Finnish and half Dutch. His name's Jonathan Rusman. And when he was 17, he won sixth prize at the Tchaikovsky International Competition. Uh-huh. But even before that, he was getting sponsored. And then, like, uh-huh. both of his, like, mother and father countries were, like, full on supporting him. You right. you need that kind of support system yeah. to become a soloist. You do, yeah. And if you don't have that kind of like international track record behind you, it's just not possible. It doesn't it, happen yeah. no matter how like yeah. how hard you try to manifest it. Yeah, I I feel like soloist is not really a career that you choose, but it just like happens to you. If yeah, you're soloism yeah. it like happens to you. Yeah, it, it chooses you. Yeah, the career chooses you. You don't choose yeah. the career. It's funny. But like even within music there's like other careers that like don't involve performing like there's like music administration and like um you can like work as like managers of orchestras there's like orchestra librarians and like i don't know like oh there's like conducting which is like something else but (laughs) there's also like what else you can like teach at like high schools that works too there's like honestly like if you want to be a musician in every sense of the word there there are so many careers it's just the most coveted careers are extremely difficult to get into yeah it's like basically impossible <laughs> yeah but we all try anyways nah yeah that's the the catch 22 of being a musician yeah like i feel like i've definitely like felt this kind of like stereotype that people apply to music majors as in like they're mu- they're pursuing music because they're not smart enough to do an academic oh, no, field definitely. that kind of thing mm-hmm. i've also heard that music majoring is easier than being an academic major which is okay we're gonna cut this out but that's absolute bullshit that is actually bullshit. yeah yeah okay cut this out please thanks <laughs> but yeah people that say music is easier than pursuing yeah. an academic field have no idea what they're talking about yeah like for any given academic field let's say i don't know i've been talking about cs this whole time so let's go with cs mm-hmm. you can graduate from like a third tier university and still end up with like yeah a decent salary definitely. and a decent job yeah. and then you're financially stable for the rest of your life as long as you don't like fool around mm-hmm. but for music every second is a gamble yeah that's you literally have no idea what's gonna happen to you like you could break your hand and then you could still do cs if you break your hand your career is over for you you can never go back to how you were yeah that's so true and like honestly like people who say like music is like or i don't know i think like society kind of looks down on art majors in general and like non-stem majors but the thing is like people who pursue music it, it, it like requires so much drive and dedication it's like not it's not for everyone like i think personally i feel like academic majors if you are willing to do it you can do it and like most people can which is why like the majority of the world is not like music majoring but if you want to like pursue music and like make that as a career you need to have an yeah. awful lot of drive and like that takes a different person it, it really does like people at like juilliard practice like 10 hours a day like that it's not even kidding and it's not even easy to find that much time in the day to practice honestly it's not even just about the drive it's also about like how you use your time and like the sacrifices that you make it's like incredible so honestly like if you're planning on majoring in music like props to you because you're really really brave and like courageous for doing that 
a lot of people just like chicken out of it. So good job, Irene. No, thanks, Melody. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you chickened out? <laughs> Maybe. Mm, I don't know. I guess the final takeaway from the conversation we had today is that honestly nothing is easy mm-hmm, definitely yeah. everything has a price yeah. but i feel like the price you pay for music is so much higher than yeah. the price you pay for something like a different career mm-hmm. but i feel like in the end it's also the one that rewards you the most you know yeah no i feel like for well i i don't know i think i kind of disagree i think like the emphasis is more on like what you choose to be worth it and what you determine is like worth your time and like worth your energy like definitely I feel like for music though you definitely have to understand that you love it and that you're like committed to it it's almost like a relationship like you have to commit yourself to the idea of becoming a musician because it's really like unpredictable I think yeah for sure so yeah that is that is all well, thank you, Melody, for thank you. joining me. Thank you for inviting me. I had a great time. Peace. Peace.